Leah McSweeney show. All my friends call me Nikki. So I'm calling you Nikki because yeah. I'm your friend. <laughs> Wait, the funniest thing is also like once you were like doing like one of your videos was like you were doing your makeup and you like had like Roni playing. And I was like, oh, this is really I funny. I might have to tell you actually that whole story. No, you need to tell me really that funny. story. Do you want to tell? I can tell you now. Tell me. So one of my friends does, my friend does Dorinda's makeup and like talk Luke um Nico oh okay no, all right because I, I know Luke yeah okay I know I know of Luke but okay. she yeah whatever um and so he would like talk about her and I was like oh I should probably like catch up and so like we already followed each other before yeah. I knew that you were on the housewives that's so and then funny. your face pops up and I'm like oh great that's that's ah, your chakra ah, that's so it's really funny. funny and so I've just been like working my way through that franchises I love it yeah so that's... I've done New York I've done Potomac and now oh. I'm on Georgia Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love Potomac. It's dramatic, and I'm obsessed yeah, with it. But that. I haven't watched the first few seasons. I kind of started watching later. But, like, have you, with, like, Can Candace is on there and Wendy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you, I, are you, like, a Candace fan so or not? Because I know she's very controversial. Well, uh, so. <laughs> she's controversial. She's a, she's a Scorpio, and I'm a Scorpio. So, like, I, mm. I understand the Scorpionic energy, but I understand also how people can be, like, turned off by that. Yeah. But I'm, like, I don't know. I don't, she's I don't the know best. her. Is she? In real okay, life. great. Cool. Yeah, in real life. I mean, I personally love her on the show, like, because, yeah. like, no one can fucking read a bitch like she can. Like, literally. What the, I'm, like, this is a gift. This is a God-given entirely gift that you are sharing with the world and thank you. please yes thank and you thank Candace. you for doing the lord's work um and then dr wendy is my friend and she's everything she's everything <laughs> and i haven't really talked about bravo ever maybe like on the podcast in this way like in a little oh gossipy God, you like totally i love, do like a whole i mean i could obviously I'd probably i mean everybody would probably i'd probably get a lot more listens they're waiting for it um you know, Giselle. So I went on a, I went on Ultimate, yeah, went Girl on Ultimate Girls trip. trip. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. um, you know, I kind of liked Giselle before I went on the trip with her and I think she felt the same way about me. Um, but then I also watched her season where she accuses Candace's husband, yeah. you know, and I'm like, come on girl, this, is, too, this is like too forced. I don't really, yeah. you know, Dramatics. um, and I didn't like the bullying with Wendy. They were bullying. That yeah. is some bully shit. They were bullying her. And then she ends up getting a whatever. A, a BBL some, or tummy tuck. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that, but also. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but she gets like a gallstone, a bladder. Oh, uh, gallbladder. Yeah, like a gallbladder oh, stone or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I don't know. But I knew from being on the show, I'm like, oh, that's from the stress of the show. <gasps> oh, but that's the fourth shit. wall that Is you it, can't I mean, right? I totally bet it's the most stressful job. So beyond. I yeah. can't even imagine. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, wait. So basically the whole cast is like bullying her. Like she got like physically assaulted on the trip to Miami and then had to like leave the house and get put in another house. Jesus and then Christ. she has like a medical emergency. I'm like, been there, Poor that's girl. stress. But she did get a BBL and it looks so good honestly work queen oh my god yeah. and then she has her boot happy and nest <laughs> i need to name mine we all need to name ours i it's know like the i don't know what, sh what should we name our i don't know boobs um well i feel like it should be i don't know a duo name like coco chanel or <laughs> or dolce gabbana or like like something that goes I, together i love that lady in the tramp legally blonde <laughs> 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 that's so good um i actually want a skinny bbl that's my new thing yes let's get it where are we gonna go so there's dr young have you heard of dr young where's dr young i think he's in texas <gasps> so interesting i can't go to get surgery in texas because if mm. they deem it as a gender affirming surgery which a bbl is they i would have to just not disclose my medical history to them but like 100 hold on a second that's a real thing wait that's a real thing. That's fucking insane. Insane. Like, that's actually fucking crazy. Insane. It's, it's, it's honestly, it just sometimes passed, I'm like, because sometimes passed. I'm going to be totally real. I'm like, are like trans rights really under like, what are uh, these really? laws that are, because no, because I don't Literally. know all the laws. I do want to know. Yeah. We can because that to me is like shocking. It's, like you're an adult. So much. You're an adult who yeah. can like make any kind of decision you yeah. want. And also with the children stuff, my, my thing is it's up yeah. to the parents. Yeah. Like the government should stay out of it. A hundred percent. That's how I feel, 100%. you know? Um, 
and an adult should be able to get whatever fucking surgery they want. Yeah, Wait, literally. explain this to me right well, now. Well, so the doctor, if they are knowingly treating a trans patient, they could then be subject to like being indicted or going to jail or like some form of repercussion. For what though? For treating a trans patient and providing a gender affirming surgery. And since Ugh. like a BBL is falls under that what would category like a regular like medical like if it's cosmetic or something I mean, yeah, like it must a, be cosmetic like if a trans person needs to get like a heart transplant right in of Texas, course like, right. okay different. got it but if you like want a rhinoplasty yeah, or something you, something that yeah falls under them which is crazy and i didn't even think about that because the doctor that i was going to go to not dr dr jung is it dr young no sorry maybe it's dr jung dr yeah the jung money guy jung money exactly yeah, that's him. Yes. yeah i was gonna go to him but there's actually an even better guy in columbia oh really yeah if you really want to but dr jung is in yeah he's iconic texas, right yeah, he's in texas and he does those skinny bbl yeah, and he's who i was gonna go to so he can't operate on a trans person he can't knowingly operate on trans Knowingly. So, like, I could technically go and have surgery. I just right. wouldn't be able to disclose, like, everything that I have done when they do, like, the... When was your last period? What were the last surgeries you right. had? Yada, yada, yada. I would just yeah. have to lie. And then if you... Right. Okay. Yeah. So, but but I still am confused. He could get in trouble for what exactly? Like, if, if so you So, I looked it up for you guys. It's... it's um the law in Texas takes effect September 1st, and it's it's very vague. That's the issue. So in, in one area, it says it's for any person 18 or under, but then in some areas, correct, it could be, there could be held accountable specific surgery. So again, still very vague yeah. and That's open ridiculous. for interpretation. That's how they this get you. Texas, it's all open to interpretation. The vaguer, the better. It's like the, that's what they do. The more vague, the more they can push. Thank God. Well, I um, want to get an, um, a, a lower bluff very badly. Like, I had an upper bluff, oh, and it was, like, the, oh, the best thing I ever did. And yeah. I never even really thought about it until, like, my nose I had always wanted done. But, like, my eyes, like... Well, I guess as I got older, I was like, oh, like, it's just my eyes look different. Like, yeah, because yeah. gravity is, like, setting yeah, in, you know, or whatever. But, yeah, it was the best thing I ever did. I but now, like, I definitely know. want, like, lower, for sure. I mean, it's fun. Girl, I got all the doctors. You yeah, just okay, well, word. I'll be, like, <laughs> hitting you up for that. Okay, so let me introduce our amazing guest, Nikki, who Hi. I've been... This is the good, because sometimes social media drives me crazy, but... Sometimes the algorithm just hits right. Okay. And, you know, I'm not like a, I, like, I tried doing my makeup really good for Nikki today. It looks stunning, <laughs> it's by the way. It's not that good yes, at it all. Yes, it it's not that good at all. But I came across your, your TikTok account. I'm like, who is this amazing woman who's so funny, who's so transparent, who has like the best fucking slang ever that I've ever, ever heard. Bless like the you. words that you come up with and everything. And like you do your makeup so perfectly. I was like, I'm obsessed. And then one, one of your videos, I heard that you're listening. I like hear the Roni women talking in the background. But you also have like. I don't know if it's a roommate or like a yeah, friend or that guy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they come in and you like yeah, talk yeah. to them and everything. So how did you get so, I mean, you have a lot of followers on TikTok and obviously you're very talented, but oh, like, how you. does it, like, how did you, how did it all start? I mean, I can tell you the whole story. Tell me the whole so, story. So uh, I started, I downloaded, down, can I, did I just have a stroke? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hope um, not. I downloaded TikTok <laughs> yeah. during COVID like everyone else did. Oh my God, it was just during COVID? It was just during COVID and I didn't even, I wasn't even using it seriously. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like... No, that hear? is so cool. That's amazing. Oh, and Can I, we turn this fan off? Because it blows my hair and I don't like it. Oh, I'd honestly. Rather, or do you like the no, blowing of the hair? Because no. then I have to just no, keep no, no, fixing no, no. it. And I'm like... Queen gets what queen means. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> um, so I was just joined TikTok like everyone else did during COVID. And it was about a year later that I wasn't even seriously using it. Right. Um, and I had a gender affirming surgery that was scheduled with the doctor mm -hmm. um, that I scheduled, I believe it was like in September. And then January 1st, I get a call from my insurance that said, hey, your doctor is no longer covered by insurance. So you need to pay $60,000 to have this gender affirming surgery now because you're insurance isn't accepted anymore and so that was like a knife in the gut and i just i do tarot i've been doing like a tarot forever what? um oh i'm like a little God. spiritual witchy queen Ooh, that no like secretly i liked you so much it's, okay I, I thought it was the virgo vibes but right you're a virgo, but you're a, right? yeah and you're a scorpio yeah and i love a good virgo i like scorpios oh we're so easy <laughs> to be liked just kidding um and so i uh, 
as I am the crying girl on the internet, um, <laughs> I propped up my phone and like yeah. just started doing tarot cards. And I was like, hey, if you need a tarot reading, I'm trying to raise money for the surgery. Let me know. And about, it took like eight months and I crowdfunded for a surgery like so many trans people do. Um, wow. And I got my surgery and I... From the same doctor? No. Different I, doctor. Different doctor. Okay. Um, had, yeah, there was a whole that we can talk about the holes in the medical system Wow. Uh, later, but, uh, yeah. So that's how I initially came. I did, I believe it was like 330 days of daily affirmations with tarot cards. And, um, that was what got me going initially with my following. And then after surgery, my mom died oh. and I was like, just depressed and makeup is something that I've always done to like help calm my mental space and that my roommate actually was like just film it like just film it and edit it and post it and I started doing that and people just started following when and you now play we're here that, listen when you play that classical music sometimes with you doing I get mesmerized by oh watching God. you do your makeup You're and the I don't so sweet Joe I'm telling you even you as a straight cis man <laughs> you okay? always do this to me by I'm the way you, you just you point at me like the, like, you the ideal love, white guy you, you have to, <laughs> you have to wa it's like it's it's so soothing Oh, thank you. It really is. I am glad that that comes out because it does the same thing for me. It's, it's wild. Like, how did you learn how to do makeup so good? You're you kind of you must have like some art skills. I feel like. I mean, yeah, it yeah. was definitely. I grew up as an artist. My parents pushed me to go to art school, but I denied and said no. Where'd you grow um, up? I grew up in Florida. Oh, I grew okay. up on a little farm in the middle of nowhere, Florida. Where in Florida? Ocala. I don't know what that is. Yeah, you don't need to know. You don't ever <laughs> don't need know to what go. That is. Sorry if you're from Ocala. Um, <laughs> I know where that is. Too. Like, I have two friends that live there. Are you serious? Yeah, Wait, yeah it's a very stop. small town. Yeah, it's, it's the worst capital like, of the world. A farm, like in Florida, that sounds like hot. Like it's, in like oh, it was so smelly, hot. maybe yeah. like in the heat with like animals and. Did yeah. you have animals on the farm? Oh yeah, we had animals like, on the farm. We had like everything. We had mostly horses. It was a horse farm. Oh, that's nice. Um, and then we my. Uh, family worked in like the vet world so we had like oh, cool. um, like rescue animals that would like Aww. stay with us while they were healing and stuff that is so sweet and so yeah it was like a cute little it was very humble yeah roots what and, was it like yeah. growing up in Ocala it was it's a very rightist conservative mm. area yeah and I have always been this way I've always been me and mm. I always knew who I was and people didn't like that yeah um so it wasn't the easiest right. upbringing um but I'm glad that it happened it really made me able to push through kind of anything yeah um and did I'm you know you knew like it. when you were young like I'm in the wrong oh, body I like, knew I'm, oh yeah, yeah. If you're just watching I'm trans um and um <laughs> Sorry, I, right. Maybe, maybe I, yeah, I forgot to mention fine, that. Fine, fine. Yeah. Um, I, from my first like conscious memories, I've always known that this was who I am mm. and who I wanted to be. And my parents, you know, my parents weren't, people weren't around me weren't necessarily on board. Right. Um, and so I like, this is why I'm so adamant about like protecting trans yeah. kids. Cause like, I know the harms that come from yep. not being able to be yourself. Mm. Um, and being like honored as that authentic self by the people around you. Yeah. And so, yeah, it wasn't the most easy. And it thing. makes, and it makes a difference when you're like young and allowed to kind of start. Oh my right? God. I, like, or you don't have a chance of like looking, presenting in a way that you're going to maybe feel comfortable like going through the world. Right. I, and that's like one of the things that people are so against or so concerned with when it comes to trans children being right. medicalized there are 515 bills or uh pieces of legislation currently that are accosting trans people in this country um wow. and that number is growing and the reason that a lot of it is uh under the cloaked under the guise of protecting children which and it's also such a small amount of people that like people are like so hyper focused on, on like, like really yeah literally there are, i don't know it's like 10, trans people kids. like aren't the problem here. Yeah, or like, we're just trying to what? exist. I, like, just, I just want to vibe. Can we like that, figure out actual problems in the country and not part, and like let people just be free to do what they yeah, want? Hunger, poverty, right? Education, right? Everything. Yeah. yeah, there's so many things that we could address, but. Wow, 515 pieces yeah. of legislation. Which That's is crazy to wild. think about. I'm assuming that it's not, I mean, none of them are in New York, I don't think, right? Not right now, as as I know of. Um, but, and granted, we're, I'm, there are judges who are eventually going to be like, vetoing these down we mm, hope and mm -hmm. like that's that's our saving grace that we're kind of banking on but right. we don't really know yeah until it happens right which is terrifying i know 
It so, really is. Yeah. Do you have like younger, do you like mentor like any, tra- or how does that? No. no. I mean, I, uh, I just kind of think that just by existing it's and true. being visible yeah. and just like I'm showing sure people, that. I'm sure people reach out to you, obviously, like on. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love you if you do. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I just think it's really about just showing what it can be like, right. that you can make it through parts of your life that aren't the easiest and yeah. you can enjoy life in a more full, wholesome way. And it, your family is like accepting now. I mean, I know your mom passed and my condolences, yeah. but okay. rest of the family or? Um, yeah, I mean, my sister as, I don't talk to my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister and my mom were, my mom really was like the most accepting person mm-hmm. that I've ever had. And she didn't used to be. And she, I think um, one of the reasons that I like cry about her on the internet so much is because like she was someone who showed me that people can change mm-hmm. and that you can you can like take everything that you were like, I, I don't think we really like put into perspective, like the life that our parents were raised in and the standards that were expected of them. Yes. And so we can't think that they're just going to suddenly get on board with like the new wave or like how we think. Right. Yeah. There's so much deconditioning that has to happen. Um, But she was the person who showed me that it could. That's beautiful. Um, And she, like she acknowledged the club, mom. She acknowledged that she didn't make my life easy, and parts of it of my childhood were really hard because Aww. of her. Um, and she spent like the rest of her life trying to make it up to me. That's so, so sweet. Yeah. So I'm not gonna oh, cry. Babe. So yeah, that's beautiful that you got to experience yeah. that. The last mom. couple, like we had, like f- good five talks. good years. Yeah, oh, five okay, six good. good years. Yeah. So. At least I got those. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you dating anyone? What's going on with the love life? There, I mean, there's no love in this life. <laughs> Other That's than for how myself, I feel. you know. <laughs> Literally, I mean, in the New York dating pool, especially, like, how are we supposed to? We're fighting for our lives. That's right. really what it is. Mm. Um, and so I don't really know how we're supposed to, go, as gorgeous, stunning women, how we're supposed to go about yeah. navigating the dating. Are you dating anyone? Well, I was. Oh, no, are we allowed, am I allowed to ask and you? And you've opened like, up you, you can ask me anything. Um, no, I mean, I talked about, yeah, no, I'm not dating. And I really like, I was dating someone for a couple months and I talked about it on the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like the, I don't, I, yeah, it was the, my, it was the first guy I really like felt so strongly about mm. in so many years, like in like 10 years, like oh, wow, I literally like wild. had vertigo, but the issue oh. was that he without knowing and subconsciously Mm -hmm. he was triggering all of my like core wounds isn't that how it always works and i was in relationships people and i was acting psychotic i'm gonna just put it out there i mean i i want to take full responsibility and ownership for like and i said some mean ass shit to him because Like when I go low, I go low and I can just, you know, I'm a professional. Yeah. I can like, you know, I can really, I know exactly what to say. That's going to fucking hurt. And I don't think he was saying things purposely to hurt me. They were just subtle things that like would like make me like insecure or like whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. This is the other thing. And like my, one of my co-stars from Roni Ebony said she got in a lot of heat because she said, um, someone said would you date a bus driver and she sh- and she said if he owned the bus and then all these people came for her and were like you and the, the woman who mm-hmm. she was talking to was like what if what about how he treats his mother what about what his yeah, character literally. is what about if he loves driving the bus and i'm going to say I don't think she should have gotten dragged like that because this is the thing. She's a lawyer. She's been on TV. She has a certain lifestyle. She makes a certain amount of money and it's very hard as a woman to date a man who is not as successful financially or just in terms of like his dreams. Mm -hmm. Right. I've had a lot of my dreams come true. Yeah. Right. Some of them turned out to be nightmares, but whatever, (laughs) you know, so this guy is at a different place. He's a little younger than me, but like, you know, I started my own company when I was 22 years old. Right. Which is like, right. Which is kind of insane. Thank you. And so, you know, it's not like it was an issue yet, but I think that like, 
as women, we uh, men can date. I don't want to say date down, but like, I don't know what the the nicer term is. Like, you, if a man's that's the term though. That is the term dating down. That's the term. That's the. I know, but it's like not that nice. I mean, like, but like if a if a man like. I would not be in my feelings if I'm dating a man that's more successful than me, right? I wouldn't. Yeah. But if a man is less successful in dating me, he's so going to be in his feelings about it because so we're true. just the stronger, like, it's we're so just true. different. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, so I think that he, without telling me, did feel uncomfortable about this differences in our apartments and the differences in our bank accounts and the whatever it was, you know, even though I wasn't thinking about that shit because I was yeah. just thinking, damn, this I love this guy's vibe. I love his energy. Yeah, like, I love his dick, you know? <laughs> like, I was like, I just like this, like, hanging out with him. This is refreshing. He's yeah. mad cool. He's funny. He's genuine. But I don't think he, I think he had a lot of noise about me and about, like, what it would look like to, like, be in a relationship with me. And it sucks because, like, I didn't ask for my life that i have like yeah. you know what i mean like we're happened. not yeah. it just happened so anyway so i tried breaking up with him and How'd he was like go? no he was like no and i was like okay never mind and then two days later he dumped me and then of course i might uh, yeah that's rude so rude so rude and then of course my ego was like fucked up for like two no but i was yeah. really devastated and heartbroken and he was I don't know. We're probably going to have sex tonight, though. <laughs> it's not always the tale is all this time. That's always how it works. But I'm like, but I'm also like now, like I'm fine. I'm over it. I'm going on a date on Friday with someone else. Right. Like, I'm just kind of like, okay, I can't like be in pain over this guy anymore. Like it is what it is. And like tonight, maybe we'll have sex and I'll see how it goes. But now he seems heartbroken and I'm not, you know, like the, pa the yeah, pendulum. There's always like a delayed yeah, response always, with there's guys. There's always a delay. Always. Right? Always. Why is that? I don't Honestly, I have no idea. I can't begin to understand men. They're so they're crazy. They're, they're in, no I know offense. they really are, Joe. You guys no offense, are. Joe. I'm, you gotta, I'm like the target in this place. Every time I, it's like white man dead. Yeah. <laughs> you well, you're half like Spanish. So. I'm Colombian. I know you're Colombian. My dad so came weird, here on a raft. Pretty like, white. Like what's happening? You're pretty pale. This doesn't apply to you. Don't worry. You sure? Yeah. Doesn't feel that way. Doesn't feel that way. Leah likes to point at me. She'll be like. What do you think? And I'm like, I know I, we need your perspective sometimes, yeah, but I am going on a date on Friday. Congratulations, by the way. I'm proud of you with that. Go for it. Going on a date. Yeah. So some, some restaurant that like, I've honestly like never, it's, it's fine. It's like, I looked it up. It's expensive. It, it's like, he's a restaurant tour. Got so it. like, and he owns restaurants that aren't like in New York though. So I think he likes to come and like, kind of, it's like also like him doing like, yeah, he's researching. He's researching. 100%. Exactly. So it's some place that like, I would never pick. Um, but I'm fine with going to whatever. What's I the mean, name of the restaurant? Now we need to know. I, I, yeah, now we need to know. When will this Zuzu? It's on like Ninth Avenue. It's like in Chelsea or Tenth Avenue or something. Never I don't know. Heard. Okay, sounds like good. I don't know. We'll trust. Yeah. It's like you know. It'll. I'll see how it is. Yeah. My friend like, just have fun. But my friend told me. My friend that introduced me to him was like. He's a playboy. He's bought more love bracelets, like Cartier love. Like, first of all, I'm not, I'm not the girl that's going to ever wear a Cartier love bracelet. Like I'll yeah. take it and then I'll sell it and use the money it, and yeah. like fucking like invest that money, like in something else. I don't know. I mean, I've just, it's not my, sorry. I know I, sometimes I look no, at Joan and I'm talking. It's not, I don't like, like, I don't like a lot of jewelry and I also just don't like want a love bracelet Ooh, every, vibe. but you know what I mean? Every, I know no normally I have one little, well, that's a Virgo thing I heard too, by the way, is like to have one little thing and sometimes i'll wear my watch and like that's yeah, that i don't like delicate. to be like that's it yeah you know but then also every girl it's like the thing to have that love bracelet and i'm just not into what no. everyone else has right see we vibe we vibe so well yeah yes. it's very much like i want things that no one else can get their hands on right it's kind of like basic bitch like it's giving basic i mean laughing. it's like exp i know it's like an eight thousand dollar bracelet yeah, but, but still and then it's locked on your arm like no. that like oh get it off of me like get it off. That's no that would give me anxiety <laughs> just having the gov oh my god wait i need to talk about gov ball have you ever been to gov ball no i haven't but i know of gov ball okay it's really fun Next year, we'll go together. Okay. That would be really fun. Because I went it was yesterday, on, right? Yeah. It was this yeah. past weekend. And I went on Friday. And normally, I'm, like, very in my, you know, I have, like, social anxiety. And I don't like large crowds. And sometimes, like, I'm just bad with, like, I'll just get exhausted from, like, my social battery is, yeah. like, not, like, 
pretty great. girls have it's low pretty, social batteries. You know, it's very like I need to be in my house a lot, yeah, <laughs> like on my couch. This was the most like I don't know if I it was the endorphins mm. of being at the live music or something, but and I because I'm sober, so I know yeah. like you know I have like an addict brain. I was like, I need to go back. The next day, I was like, I, I didn't go back. Oh, did you but find your? I don't know. I just, it was like my, I felt like I was, oh. I don't know. It was, I was really like. vibing out. I was vibing out. And I don't know, know if it. it was because it was so chaotic that I was like, I feel like I'm finally at peace. Like yeah, in this yeah, yeah, chaos. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, maybe yeah. I need to be in chaos more, not just in quiet in my apartment. Because it makes me forget about everything or something. That's ironic. Because whenever I do those things, I have anxiety attacks. And right. like I'm curled in a ball on the ground. <laughs> like, can we go home? Do you get anxiety? Yeah. Oh, I'm riddled with it. Yeah. It's, yeah. How does your anxiety show up for you? Like, how do you feel it? Like, does it? It just ruins my life. <laughs> In all <laughs> facets and in uh, every opportunity and every turn, it just really tries to show its face. Um, I, but honestly, I've been unmedicated for so long that I just, mm. I've been trying to raw dog white knuckle it. Mm. And I feel like I've found my stride. I mean, Good. if I'm honestly, I do need to smoke a joint like once yes. a day just to like yeah. chill, chill me out. Right. But then honestly, like at this point I'm just vibing. Good. Yeah. So I think that weed, like my my I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say who but anyway I have a friend who I have a friend who was in the program who was in 12-step program and whatever and now is like partaking in like edibles and smoking weed and whatever and I'm like not judgmental at all I'm like dude whatever you need to do and also like he had some stomach issues and like it's helping like chill his stomach out he has like IBS or whatever yeah exactly (laughs) and so I mean anxiety does fuck your stomach up so I'm like if a joint is like gonna help you like sleep like what is the fucking to me it's like it's we know that there's medicinal um you know um aspects to it now and what's the difference between like I'm on antidepressants so and I don't even think that shit's helping me. Uh, I really don't. I mean, if I have one more really bad bout of depression, I'm going to the like, ketamine therapy. <sighs> one of my friends actually it's found it to be, to be so amazing. helpful. It's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, literally. I just, it's just the red tape to be able to get to the ketamine. Exa- is exactly. I know. And long. I just I just read a medical paper about bipolar disorder, which I have bipolar too. And mm-hmm. I don't like using labels, but whatever. I was they say I have it. it. And um I feel that. you know, and yeah. uh and and ketamine and so obviously with bipolar two, the depression is really what's the the fucking yeah. killer, you know? So and ketamine helps depression. So I'm like, hmm, this is maybe something I wanna yeah. try because I've literally been on everything from Seroquel to lithium to fucking Abilify to, you yep. know, Lamictal to, yep. I mean, it's like none of this shit helps. The mood stabilizers don't help. I don't need to be on a fucking mood stabilizer. Yep. And what they're showing with this, with ketamine is that it really helps the neuroplasticity yeah, it helps in your like brain. Wiring them all back together exactly. or something like that. And seeing things in a different perspective yeah. and like, I don't know. Well, I hope that works. I yeah. I mean, it. I hope I never need it. I, oh. Like, I hope I never have like a depression that's bad enough that I need to do it. But like, I might oh, literally that part. I mean, we just lived through some crazy shit. Yeah, like COVID was traumatized. Cra- it, yes. We were collectively traumatized by COVID. 100%. Right or wrong. Especially mm, like living in New right. York. Like, did you do it by yourself or you did it with your daughter? Well, I had my daughter, but that was like also pretty depressing because uh, she'd yeah. be like, getting i'd be like get up for school and she'd literally just like put a blanket over her head and put on shameless and i'm like got it all right i get it do what you need to do to get through this yeah you know like (laughs) i mean i i get it you know and then i also relapsed like i had started drinking again and had to get sober again during the pandemic and it was televised did you watch season 12 of roni with my first season i did (laughs) the cheeky I absolutely did. Yeah, honestly, like that was where I was like, oh, I fuck with this guy. <laughs> I know, I'm kind of a vibe when no, I'm like, I, yeah, that's the only vibe that, that I was, want. But also, like, that's me. Like, that was me. Like, if I could, like, okay, me throwing the champagne all over the tiki torches and like getting naked and being like, fuck you, Park Avenue. Yeah. That's like what I want to do. But because of society and because of like all the rules that we have to live by, like, I don't do that, right? Because like, yeah. I know how to, like, I'm not supposed to be getting nude, like, out of person's house and like maybe lighting their whole fucking thing on fire but i want to do that so drinking the alcohol just makes me do what i want to actually do yeah because i fucking hated those tiki torches they represent bullshit 
That's, yeah, period. That part. You know? I love that you stand up for that shit. <laughs> Thank Get you. into it. And also congrats on the being sober. Thank by you. The way. I know that's yeah. a, it's a, pain. It's a I journey. Mean, it's, it's a journey. It's yeah. it's a journey. Dealing with feelings. Aren't they the worst? Oh my God. I hate them. Can we get rid of them completely so, and entirely? They're so annoying. I know. It's, it's just too much sometimes. I know. You know? See, if we could, I mean, I'm just numb inside at this point. So I, I don't really believe that. No, I see you crying, way. girl. Stop. I know. Sorry, I'm lying. No, Jesus. yeah. Me and you were a little, I cry a lot. All the time. I cry. All the time. Yeah. We have to. Yeah, we have to. Get it's, it, the, it's like, you have to get it out. It's healing. That or I'm going to go crazy. Right. I'm going to yes. be like bouncing off the walls. Same. Ripping my hair out. Yeah. And just like, I might as well just cry. Like sometimes when I'm feeling an anxiety attack, come on, like, I just start crying and then afterwards I feel better. I'm like, oh, it was just feelings. Yeah. That literally. I was scared of. So yeah. I start panicking. <gasps> yeah, you know? Literally. I'm sorry. No, go I, on. I don't mean to cut you off. What? Um, I've been doing that shamanic shaking that you've like, Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you like I love that. Yeah, yes, I saw that on the podcast and I was like I was like, oh let me try this. And it, I did it and I was like, I've been doing it like at least once a day. Yes. It really is so useful and yes. helpful. You and you have to read Dr. Vora's book. I, I actually it will. is fucking dope. Okay. It changed my Good whole perspective on anxiety. Like, oh my anxiety is telling me something. The reason why my stomach's in a fucking knot and like I feel like I'm gonna puke or like I my hands are tingling and I feel like I can't breathe and I'm feeling this anxiety is because something is out of alignment 100% and my body is trying to tell me something mm -hmm. right like what is it is it the relationship that I'm in is not meant to yeah, be yeah. right which was what was happening with this past guy um or the job I'm in is not working for me or like I have like unresolved fucking issues with my mom or whatever it is right like the yeah. trauma like it's just I need to address shit and that's like when anxiety like shows up are you in therapy Yes. Yeah, I mean, I've been same. in therapy my like entire life. That's good. So mm, not in like, I was in conversion therapy first. Wait, hold that up. <laughs> this is the, wait, where are you from? Ocala? Like, Ocala. Is this, okay, this What's is happening the Ocala, in Ocala conversion. I mean, like, this what? was, this was, was it some like evangelical? This was 15 years ago. This was 16 years ago. That's not I even that very, long ago. No, not even that long ago. But like in terms of my life, that was, I guess like. Right. Of course you were young, but yeah. I'm thinking like. I'm like, I can't believe that exi exists. Oh, it exists. Yeah. They just like, you know, threw, not like threw me in, but they, my parents said they were worried for my safety out and about and they wanted to fix that. And so like, yeah, when I was young, I was probably like 14, 13 when I started and I've been in therapy ever since. But can you tell, talk about the conversion therapy thing if it's not too, I mean, it wasn't like, like it, it so wasn't like they were I, like electrocuting you yeah, into no, like it wasn't, not being it trans or something like what, not that. how it does was, that work? It was much more medicinal, thank God. Um, okay. It was really just me sitting on the couch every week telling the therapist like, I don't need to be on this couch. My parents need to be on this couch. <laughs> I don't need to be here. I'm completely fine. Yeah. And them just saying, you're not fine for these reasons. We need to do this. We need to fix this. And I was just like, no, you're dumb. Can we stop? Um, and so eventually like, when, the one thing about me is that I'm very stubborn and so my parents eventually just learned that sh this isn't going to work on her. And yeah. so she's, they were like, we're just going to, we're going to stop wasting our money. Yeah. And I think that's right. really what got them. Good. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and then I got back in therapy when I was probably like 16, 17. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Right. And this is who I am. And yeah, you have to be in therapy anyways to, to be, be able, able to get to through any of this process. So do you think that that's a smart idea or how do you feel like, do you think it's, I think that, I think that some form of medical gatekeeping is necessary because like there, these aren't decisions that should be t made lightly. Mm. Um, and there is a lot of, um, there's a lot of stuff going on in your life, in your brain, right. in your just existence throughout that time. And, and like you right, should yeah. have, I think it's re responsible to have right. check-ins with someone who yeah. is a professional in that sense. Um, do I think that it should be, do I think that doctors should be able to tell you that, no, you don't check mm. off enough boxes for me to think that you deserve to have X, Y, or Z procedures or medicalized interventions? No, I don't think that mm. should be a thing, but I do think that it's smart to be a, checking in with someone, checking in right? with someone. Yeah. What about the sports stuff? There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of controversy around the sports stuff so, right now. So funny that you actually bring that up. Um, this is actually something that I dealt with growing up myself. Mm. So I was a swimmer for my entire life. Okay. Um, I swam from when I was like, I don't know, probably 10 years old. That's why you're snatched. Through college, bless you. <laughs> um, I was swim, being a swim instructor was my first job. And so Aww. like, I, this was just like, that was my life. And 
when it came to college, mm-hmm. I decided when I was, I knew when I was 15, I was like, okay, this is who I am. I came out to myself. I started like living as myself. Um, but then when I got to college, the decision was, do you want to swim and have a scholarship mm. or do you want to transition and choose yourself and be who you are? I couldn't do both. Mm. And so it came down to like, what was I more passionate about? The one thing in my life that was all I ever knew or the thing in my life that scared me the most. And mm. so it was like, I got to pick the thing that scares me the most. And right. So I gave up swimming. And here's what I have to say about all of the sports stuff that's going on with trans people. I mean, the people who are having all these opinions, these strong opinions about the X, Y, Z reasons why trans people should not be allowed to be in sports have no idea the medicalized process or how it affects the body. Right. There is no way it took, I believe the standard was at one point it was like you needed to be on hormones for a year before you were able to be considered or allowed. That was, I think what they were trying to do for me. Yeah. I think that's what they were trying. That was like, what they were trying to do but now no one's allowed um but like in just a year alone your complete body changes the musculature your muscle bellies like everything changes the fat redistribution i was nowhere near what i was capable of doing after i was on hormones for a year let alone of course five years let alone at that point like seven years um and so there really isn't this we're not men who are trying to be women at their own game. Right. And that's what they're trying to make it as. Yeah. And we don't have these inherent, like, strong man powers that are going to take away the prizes yeah. from other women. And so I think that the people who are having all these opinions are a little skewed mm-hmm. um, in their mind. And, but, you know, what are we supposed to do about what it? What if, Nothing. I, I think that, like, what if a cis male... God, sometimes I feel like I'm no, trying it. to, I know I'm like, well, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Okay. So what if like a cis male is just like being an asshole and is like, right. Like I'm identifying as a woman today and I'm going to fucking like, is that, does, but I don't know. Can they do that well, and then end up on the sports team? I like, mean, how does it work? My, but, and obviously like, will someone actually do that? I don't know. So the gag was, well, to answer your question, I, first off, I don't even know any instance of that happening. I don't know if anyone has, I I don't think that's, that's actually not like happening. Yeah. Um, But when I stopped swimming in college, I started bodybuilding and I competed without telling anyone that I was trans. Mm. And so it's like, and everyone was fine with it. No one had a problem. And so it's like, Again, I love, trans bo- I love weight. Yeah, lifting, literally. So. Oh, we should go to the gym. Oh my god, you're an Equinox girl, right? Um, no, I go to the fort. Oh. oh, where do you go? I go to Equinox. Can I go with you one yeah, day? Yeah, you totally can. Okay, good. Or Temple or Crunch or whatever. You okay, cool. <laughs> um, but like, what was I saying? Oh, um, bodybuilding. Sports, yeah, um, yeah, oh, bodybuilding. Yeah. Th- this goes back to the narrative that is, I think, the underlying. Um, tether that's tying all of these pieces of legislation together and just all of the stuff that's happening with trans people together is that people don't think that we exist around them in public. Mm. They don't think that we are everywhere. They don't think that we have been in every generation in every century. Yeah, they don't understand. I think a lot of people don't understand that. that This is like not something new. Yeah, (laughs) like like the I mean, I grew up in New York, so it's a little different. Like I have a different like perspective. Like and so do my parents because like we, they're from Chelsea. Like, and that's where I grew up, you know? But if you are not from a city right and you're just like you're just watching the news you think this is a um this is like some kind of phenomenon that's like a new thing and it's like you know this hysteria and it's like actually this is like kind of been going on yeah literally literally forever and let us not forget that it was uh men back in i don't know what century it was doing kabuki right plays dressing up as women like absolutely let's not sit here and act like this hasn't been something that has been going on for not that like we are men dressing up for right, of course not. For but play, but saying for that, theater, but yeah, like, there's there's been a lot of like fluidity around that part. people's genders for a very long time, yeah. and, so. and it's all to push this narrative that trans people inherently look and exist one way, and you're supposed to be able to tell who they are. And like, granted, transness has always been in historically, it's been used as comedic relief mm. and in entertainment it's always the hmm. man dressed up as a woman for a joke to get that's the, such a good point 100 percent. wow and so not to like say that i'm making a good, a good yeah. point but like it's that is what it is and they're banking on people believing that that hmm. 
trans people are just people dressing up as other people for a joke, for a laugh, and then we're going to take it off at the, at the end of the day. Yeah. And when we are, when people like myself or people like Teddy, who was on your podcast, yep. or like just anyone who's existing happily as themselves humanize yeah. this experience, yeah. they're like, oh, well then we can't pull the cloak over people's heads anymore. Right. And so that's really all it comes down to is that they don't want us or they don't think that we exist around them everywhere. And this goes into sports. This goes into the bathrooms. This goes into literally everything. Yeah. So. The prisons. Oh, my God. I mean, I feel like a... Can we talk about Nikita Dragon who was put in a men's prison or a men's jail? No. Yes, 100%. 100%. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. When was that? Because she... I believe it was, granted, I don't know if this is absolutely what happened. I believe she put water on a um, police officer's face or like threw a drink at him. And then they I put her that. in jail. And they took her to a men's That's jail. crazy. I don't know how long she was there or what it took for her to get out, but she was there. That's crazy. But then you also, not obviously this doesn't apply to Nikita Dragon, but I feel like I've read stuff about like, like a... I don't know if it was, but I don't know if it's actually, a, I don't know if it's actually a trans woman or just someone pretending to be one and then trying yeah. to get into the women's prison and then like, oh my God, like raping someone. But I feel like I read that. I don't know. It's like very like, but then like how a trans woman that doesn't want to, that just wants to be safe in yeah, prison, literally. you cannot be safe in a male prison when you are a trans woman that's insane no, you are yeah. gonna get fucking hurt yeah, badly terrifying i don't even want to think about that so <sighs> scary yeah so there's so much that needs to be done on all well you're doing you're like system. you're so like outspoken on oh, your yeah. yeah on your tiktok and you're like always talking about it and stuff so you know I mean, we it's just like at the end of the day it's like this is just my life and i'm yeah. just living my life and this is a piece of it i also think like people need to and like we were like you were talking about like our parents and like people who like can you know grew up in one way and are like what the heck is going on right yeah. they just need to meet someone and have a conversation and be like just 100%. a regular person literally 100 percent. that's it 100 percent. i mean and it even goes like even something not even just have a conversation like if the i don't know i'm walking through times square and a family asked me to take a photo of them like right like things right. like that like the most human right. things yes. that, like we're your doctors we're your teachers yep. we're your uh, yeah. i don't know lunch ladies like right pe- yeah trans servers women, at a restaurant or whatever yeah, it is literally we are everywhere and you have probably not just you but like everyone has encountered trans people without even knowing it. Mm. And that's the thing is that people are just so afraid of what they can't see. And they just don't, they just think that they're going to be able to see a trans person from a mile away. Right. All right. Well, let's switch it up and talk about, <laughs> let's switch it up and talk. I need some makeup tips. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's, let's talk, talk about hair and makeup tips because fucking I do you, Sorry. you absolutely, you are my fate. I literally oh, look at you. I'm like, how the hell did she get her hair like this? I'm like, honored. how do you, it's always so, I'm so like, honored. It's, but how did you, how does it look like that? How do you do that? I mean, well, what are you doing to it? This hair specifically? No, the one, I mean, this looks great, oh, thank but you. <laughs> sometimes on your TikTok, when you just are doing your makeup and you have your hair, it's like, just looks like a perfect blow dry, Oh, but it's like you. a perfect, like, I mean, I'm probably giving it a perfect blow dry. You're giving it a perfect, <laughs> that's how you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, I'm self-taught and I've just been, this goes back to, I mean, I keep bring, going back to the trans stuff, but yeah. I beauty was safety for me right. growing up right. and it was like I didn't have access to surgeries or yeah. doctors or mm-hmm. anything and I was in the middle of nowhere and so I would lock myself in the bathroom with whatever I could steal from my mom <laughs> yeah. without her knowing yeah. and I would do my makeup and then once I got a job in a car I would go to Ulta which was the only beauty place in, yeah. our, <laughs> in our city and I would get in whatever be- yeah in Ocala, <laughs> Ocala. Yeah, and bad. I would buy whatever <laughs> non-assuming makeup products I could you know I would think the cashier wouldn't think it was weird for me to buy. And right. So it's just been this slow journey of me just, honestly, the, the reason I've gotten to here is just by messing up a billion times. Um, oh and that's God, really incredible. all beauty is, is just like figuring out a billion yeah. ways not to do something until you figure out the one way that's right to do it or the one that my works daughter, for you to write it. My daughter is so good at doing her Is she? Making. It's The crazy. kids these days. It's, it's crazy. It's wild. I'm like, How young was she when she started? <sighs> oh my God like 11 or something. I don't know. Wow. She was young. Like she's watching YouTubes and she's like, you know, she just it's does it perfectly the way that she like 
contours her face. She can wow. contour. She like does her eyelashes. And you're okay with your like you're fine with a- yeah because it's not like she's doing it. She doesn't like wear like a facial makeup to school every day or anything. But like on like the weekends or something, you know. And also like she can do contour, but she like doesn't like. It's not like she's like crazy doing it, you know. But but when she was younger and like learning how to, mm-hmm. she'd come in and be like, you know, crazy. I'm like, yeah, what yeah, are yeah. you doing? But she was learning. Yeah. No, she's good. Uh, these kids these days, like they're they're like ten year olds doing beats that are like sending professionals into their graves. It's, <laughs> I know, it's fucked it up. Just does, yeah. Okay, so give me like a makeup tip for me. Like what? <laughs> like uh, I need. Well, I'm just taking advantage now because no, you're you here. So I'm ask like, me whatever you can ask me whatever beauty advice. So did you, you want. see what I did to my eyes today? I, I just did like I normally don't even put eyeliner on. I normally have this Mario, Mario palette yeah. with the brown, and I just do the brown like Got it's it. like a and then i i mean you look fabulous but what you, could i have done a little extra because i might see someone tonight so what can no, i you're do fine. okay this is what we're gonna do to take it from day to night we're gonna curl our lashes okay we're gonna put on we're gonna put on a good waterproof mascara okay we're gonna put on maybe are you can you do a false lash we're, we're, we're not, not there gonna yet. worry about don't that. please no we're not gonna worry about that <laughs> I can't maybe that. we can make a lash appointment with a lash tech yes to get extension yeah so we don't even have to do that exactly i can do that perfect yeah um i would say uh, (laughs) i mean i like your eyeshadow i like a neutral moment okay i think it's it's pretty okay so sue me should i put anything on the bottom actually what i think you should do is take the little there's like a black and a brown on the mario palette yeah mix the two of them together on like a on a detail brush and just smudge it over the liner that you already have yeah so it's not amplified a little bit got it Love that. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Honestly, what put on a little cute lip. Okay. Um, maybe a little extra blush. A little extra blush. You, again, day to night. Yeah, day to night. And I loved date. you said when you were you were said um you two have, fingers from your nose. Exactly. So now I make sure yeah. that I well, do Well I was that. a makeup artist, so I have literally a billion tricks up my Wait, say that again? I was a makeup artist, so I have a billion tricks up oh, my Well sleeve. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two fingers from your two nose, f- is and like that's the where you do the blush, blush placement okay. for most people. And do you put the blush like only here or do you like do it? Well, so blush placement actually is something that can really transform the person's face. Mm. And so if you're putting it higher on the cheek, yeah. you're going to be lifting. If you're putting it a little, like, on the apple of the cheek, yeah. you're just going to look a little bit more cute and, like, Ooh, I, I don't like, know, I think frostbitten I want, a little bit. I think I want to look like that. Yeah. So, like, honestly, <laughs> then put it, yeah, two fingers from your nose okay. on just the apples, maybe a little on your nose. Yeah. I like to also hit the forehead yeah. and chin. Got maybe it. Maybe a little on the neck. Yeah. And then you're going to go. <laughs> Maybe a good setting spray in case your face is And a little pillow, setting spray. Okay. Yeah. I'm, when were you doing make? When were you a makeup artist? So I dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. And my parents were like, well, because I was like trying to juggle a medical transition yeah. in school. And I was like, That's I can't lot. do this. It was a lot. I was the most depressed I've ever been in my life. And I was mm. just trying to make it through. Um, so I dropped out of college. My parents were like, okay, you can stay in Orlando, which is where I was in college. But yeah. you got to get a job. Um and you take a year off, see what you can do, and if you don't make anything of yourself in a year, you gotta go back. Yeah. And so I ended up getting a seasonal job mm-hmm. at a makeup counter. Um, do you want to say literally anyone that or? hired me? Well, so <laughs> I'm back curious. Then, to well, know. this is again another conversation of okay. like, mm. um, I, no one wanted to hire me because I was more visibly trans mm. then, and so and this was I don't know ten or so years ago, right? not even that like maybe eight um so it was a different time and they didn't want a lot of people didn't want to hire trans people they still don't want to hire trans people um this is an epidemic that we are not out of um Mm. and trans women cannot find jobs that's why they're going to sex work uh Mm. which i mean i did to be able to pay for surgeries Mm -hmm. too it's like there's so many things that we have to survive anyways that's for sure um so i got a seasonal job at a makeup counter um, and then I worked my way up Sex a little work bit. is work. Sex work is work, Sex babe. work is work. Hey. Legalize it. <laughs> it why is the government, you. why the fuck is the government telling me I can't sell my body if I want to? It's fucking crazy. Thank you. What it do you think some of these women who are marrying these ugly ass dudes that who are really rich, work. that is fucking sex Let's work. Not act like it's not. It's fucking sex work. And that seems yeah. like the hardest sex work ever because then you really got to wake up next to them every you damn day. Look at them every single day. Oh. And like, did you ever, did you see the <laughs> Queen Charlotte on Netflix? No. Oh God, there's this like, really horrid couple of like an 80 year old man and like a 30 year old girl yeah i couldn't do that for the rest of my life it's the just hell not worth no it. no so i'm gonna sell that body and, <laughs> again keep it and moving <laughs> keep it pushing yeah keep um, it pushing so oh yeah God. i just worked my way up and i was no, but just wait what is the 
can make up counter. Oh, well, so I'm not going to name that one. Okay, fine. Not the one I worked at Sephora after that. Oh, good. Um, And they were nice. They were nice. They were great. I actually loved Maida. If you're watching this, she was the manager that changed my life. Um, That was the job that moved me to New York City. Um, I moved here probably six, five years ago. Okay. uh, Almost. And I was working here. And then I um, was just doing um, makeup clients. Like, because, you know, it's expensive in New York and you got to hustle. So I was like taking my own private clients and Mm -hmm. building my own book and doing, I don't know, shoots and stuff. Right. That was. And now you're not doing makeup anymore. No. Unless I beg you to do mine. I mean, I would. There's a very select group of people that I yeah. would still do makeup well, because on. I'm and like, you would like to be one of those people, I would do your makeup. I want to be one of those people. I'll paint you for Instagram. <laughs> I really want to be one of those people. Wait, do you, where do you like go out and hang out and do parties? Do you, what do you do? Do, will you, do you want to come to this party on Thursday? Oh my God, there's a party on there's Thursday? There's this pride event at the Hard Rock. Oh, uh, it's like a Suzanne Barsh, Kim Petras Oh my God, thing. that sounds fun. Do you know Kelly Catrone? I know of Kelly Catrone. Well, you need to come and meet her and like hang out. Okay. Are you? No, I'll come. Will you? Are you? Are you like not really? No, I'll, I'll literally come. You will. Okay. Yeah. Good. No, I'm not like uh, I don't live under a rock. Completely, <laughs> but like I'm a grandma. I like to go to bed early and I, I keep my too. you know I keep my circles You're, small. Yeah, and I, I love just, that. I'm an introvert. So yeah. Do you know your? Do you know like your? Myers I know Briggs. Uh, my what? Your Myers Briggs. Um. I know my Enneagram. Do you know the Enneagram know. thing? Okay, but I I can't remember what my Myers Briggs is, but it. I did do it. But I am. I'm an introvert, but like I'm an extrovert also. So you're an ambivert. I'm an ambivert. And I'm also, I did, do you know what attachment style you are? Yes. <laughs> what are you? I am anxious avoidant. I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say anxious avoidant. <laughs> are I you am the too. <laughs> yeah, it's but like we're Joanna. only like five, like there's only five percent of people I feel like. We're just so rare. We're so rare. Sorry, what can am. be rare? You wish you but, were like us. Yeah. <laughs> period but like i it also depends like who my partner is right totally. if they're being anxious preoccupied i'll turn into avoid and an avoidant like yeah. an anxious avoidant. i'll be like you're making me feel yeah. smothered yeah. and then if someone's like really avoidant like it's depending on like how much i like them i'll either be like bye or i'll be like no I, and then i'll get anxious preoccupied entirely you know yeah it's really funny how it completely depends on the person that you're opposite from it does that's why it's like you know and i read the attachment book and i want the the doctors who wrote it to come on here so i can talk oh, to them about it totally. yeah but it's also like it's you know these labels and stuff i have like kind of like that's why i said the bipolar two thing like sometimes it's like there's more to people just than like a psychological aspect. There's like a spiritual aspect mm-hmm. to us, right? There's like our nature, nurture, there's everything. It's like yeah. so much, but the Enneagram is really interesting and you should look into that. Cause I, I feel will. like you would really like it. I'm a type eight personality. Okay. I'm going to Google that. Yeah. It's like going to take an hour to do the test, cool. but you have to do it and tell me what you okay, are. Cool. I will. I'll DM I, you. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know what you, text me. You yeah, have I'll my number now. You. Come on. I don't yeah. know you all enough to be able to like, no, it's fine. Guess I try what? to be elusive, and so like, you might be a four. I don't know. You might is that good? Lucky number four. Yeah, you might be a four with a a five. It's like a five wing or a three wing. But anyway, I'm an introvert. I'm an introvert too, and I keep my circle small. And um, also, like I, you know, it's the sobriety thing, and go, right totally. going out is different than it yeah, yeah, once yeah. was. And then like ending up on TV was like weird because then it's like going out becomes more of a job. And then I started like making it more like, Oh, this is work. And it's like, no, yeah. I want to go out and just socialize and like have fun, you know? Yeah. But I think this Thursday night thing, like if you're in the mood, I think it's actually yeah. going to be kind of fun. That would be really fun. I think it will. And like Suzanne Barsh is I like, I love a Suzanne Barsh moment. I mean, she's, she's like fucking epic. Yeah. That's what I, I want to be when I'm wait. I, same like her fucking apartment in the Chelsea hotel. Like oh. I can't, I didn't realize that she was, she's married married to david barton oh from barton gyms oh oh i know i had no idea i mean either i'm like wow this is like all it kind of does make sense and doesn't at the same time but she's like she's an interesting honestly good for her girl yeah she's like an interesting person right get that yeah barton Barton money money (laughs) so what's next for you what's i hate when people ask me that actually you don't have to answer that i mean i I hate when people fucking okay yeah what do you have Uh, have going on what's got what (laughs) hmm, um there is some stuff in the works so i work as a model behind the scenes and before covid and yada 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 uh so like i'm just like hustling and trying to 
keep my head above water for yeah. that. It's yep. definitely interesting. Um, but there are some exciting projects that I can't legally talk about right now that are like I hope it's a makeup works, line or something. I mean, I've been thinking about doing a makeup line or a skincare line or something, yes. which is I, I I'm not like leaking anything. There's nothing happening there, but like Man, I've considered it. Yes. I don't you, know. Is you, that like crazy? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay, well then maybe a makeup line is You're next. The, Who knows? You are the best. What do you think about Jeffree Star, by the way? Who? Je <laughs> Jeffree Star. Wait, you hate him? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I don't mean we to don't, be shady. I don't mean to be shady. I don't mean to be shady. I, I really don't know much uh, that much about him. I don't mean to be shady. I don't mean to be shady. No, be shady. I don't care. That was funny as hell. I, I love it. <laughs> I don't know that much about him. I only started recently, like, kind of following him because I was like, oh, my God, did he fuck Kanye or not? Or what's happening? And then yeah. I saw that he moved to Wyoming and I was like, he has like a pink, like, John Deere thing. There's something. Go I, but there's I don't like, know what's going on, but I, he has like his, his life. But I'm like, if he doing. has his own makeup line, like, then I don't know how he I? got famous. Like, I don't know what he. MySpace. He did music on MySpace. Oh, it was back in the day. Yeah, He's been the doing day. that since MySpace. Okay. Yeah. He's like rich, rich. Rich, rich. Like so rich. But where he has a makeup line, right? Yeah. Is it There's, sold? People don't understand how much money is in makeup. They don't understand but how much where, money is where in. Did, I've never seen his stuff being sold anywhere though. He does. I, he was in the Morphe stores, which I think are all closed RIP. Okay. Um, but he does direct to consumer. Oh. Which is honestly how I would do it probably too. Unless what if Sephora was like, Honestly, Nikki. Sephora hit me up. That would be fabulous. Yeah. I mean, we're manifesting it. We're throwing it out yeah, there. I, totally will. I would like to have my face in Sephora first before like, that would be really fun. Cause yeah, I used to have a manager. Needs, yeah. I had a manager who, when I gave my two weeks, she was like, you're never going to make anything of yourself. She was like, what are you going to, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to try to make this model. Yada, yada, yada. She's like, you're never going to make anything of yourself. And I would just love to have my face in Sephora just to like, spite you her. absolutely should. You know, once I had, let me tell you my tell story me. of someone saying something like that to me, my old accountant yeah, this is maybe, I don't know. I don't know what year. This is over 10 years ago. I can't remember what we got into a fight about. Probably taxes or something. <laughs> but he said to me, you are a horrible example for your daughter. Um, oh. He said something like that. And it wasn't about me paying tax. It was something I got into. I don't even remember what this argument was about. But it wasn't anything that deep. Yeah. It wasn't anything that deep. But he knew that I had like. I actually, this might've been really a long time ago, like 2009 or 10, like when I first originally got sober uh -huh. and he said something like, and he knew that I, I was, you know, in the program and I had been struggling and I was not drinking anymore. And he just texted me something like, you know, yeah, you'll never amount to anything and you're crazy. And like, you're, you're poor daughter. You're a terrible example for her. What? First of all, what? Look at me now, motherfucker. Yeah, thank you. She's on a podcast on, <laughs> she's taking the world by storm. Get over it. The housewives. <laughs> need need yeah, you. But are you, you know, gonna come back are you like no i'm not it? got it yeah I'm not would you back. ever go back i would i would only i would never go back to got that it. show but um because it's just not like spiritually like good for me you know what i mean I can understand but i'm too. open to i would i would do reality tv only if it was like a fun show yeah. that's like you don't have to like your life doesn't have to be ruined yeah, yeah, or you yeah. don't have to ruin someone else's like for entertainment or I'm the produ I'm producer and I have control over my edit and like Ooh, my everything that. you know we're yeah that. yeah even though I don't know if I like really sometimes doing the podcast once a week I feel like it's like I'm like it, I'm giving a lot of myself you know it's like I'm like I feel like oh, yeah. I'm you know and then after years a couple even just a few years of like put being on tv it's like mm, I kind of want to like yeah 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 you know yeah I'm writing a book right now though like similar to oh I was like I yeah. was like well, similar to it's it's well it's kind of the things that I didn't put in there oh because even though I did pour my heart and soul there were things that I wasn't ready to talk about and there were things that happened after I wrote the book oh so we got to put it all down so now you know it's like kind book of number two is on the way it's it is and it's being written and it's oh, therapeutic yeah do you write it all uh, I mean, I have, yeah. You probably have a lot of good things to I say. Mean, there's like, there's like, uh, ta note tabs of poetry and stuff on my phone and stuff. So oh, like, I love that. You know, like I like to write and journal and keep a little. You're deep. You, know, you are very Scorpio, smooth waters, but yeah. deep. You know, mm. I don't know, but a book is an undertaking. It is. It's like almost like a child. Almost. Yeah. It feels like yeah. it's like you're birthing it, a child. No, I know. Yeah, you're birthing something for sure. Um. It's 
really like this book having to do the um the audio version and having to like say it all out loud i was like why the fuck am i telling people this why am i talking about this but this next book this is um something i have to do this didn't feel like something i had to do it was like something it was an opportunity came the publisher said we want you to write something i was like Mm -hmm. okay this feels like i need to do this you know so honor that that's I'm, so good i'm doing that do and that. marianne williamson who um yeah who came on the podcast before we had started recording i was telling her about that book and i was telling her about the next book and she goes just write the truth that's all you can do just write the truth yeah just let your truth speak for itself honestly yep, exactly and with that i think we'll close it out on that note <laughs> This was so amazing. Literally so wonderful. I'm glad our first like hangout was filmed and recorded. I I loved it. Our next hangout will be private. Yeah, that'll be perfect. We can really go in. And then we'll go to the gym and that'll be private too. Exactly. It'll just be so much private stuff. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. Where can people find you? At Neo It Girl everywhere, you're basically just TikTok. I need to follow you on Instagram, but I know you're, but you're made, you're like, yeah. you're much oh, more it's not on. Even, it's not even an It Girl joke. It's a training joke. Oh. Just a bunch of, bunch of training jokes. <laughs> I didn't know. No. What is it? I'll tell you. I'll break it down. So they call our vaginas after surgery Neo Vaginas. Oh, I had no idea. Why? Yeah. What's ne- I don't new. even know what ne- it means. New. New yeah. vaginas, of course. Yeah. I got yeah. called it an entire. I like, want a new vagina, honestly. I need to get that labiaplasty or whatever they're doing. Hey, I, yeah. uh, it needs again, to I get, know all the doctors. It needs so, to get uh, tightened up, honey, because I did push a fucking child out of there. And like, yeah, I got you. And then I was like getting railed by a big dick and i feel like honestly like it's just looking different (laughs) well they're doing robotic surgery over at nyu now with the i don't know whatever that robot a robot is doing the vagina surgery your belly button and through like another little hole in your stomach yeah so we can go and get our robotic yes yeah okay wait and then it oh well i mean i was called an it my entire life and so i was just like literally just wanted to make a joke about like i am a new like it girl so like it's not even me claiming to be an it girl so thank you if you've been manifesting that for me but it's not oh my god i can't i have new it girl (laughs) follow nikki she's epic that was so much oh my god that was great